from the beyond and taunting interviews with your cringeworthy host, Woody G. Watts. Welcome to Hill City Paranormal. This is Woody Watts with Hill City Paranormal. And recently, I had an absolute blast being interviewed by a paranormal team located in Ireland. This interview was streamed to their website, on YouTube, and Facebook. And we talked about aliens and my beliefs in aliens, Sasquatch, and we shared some stories that I have experienced and our team has experienced. And we even touched on our book, Tales from the Beyond, Series 1. Now, this interview, while I appreciate technology, you may hear some audio glitches from three separate connections all across the globe, so please excuse that. However, this interview is a really good representation of my beliefs and views on aliens, and I get to share some wonderful, scary stories about our Sasquatch encounters. Hello, and Wendell City Paranormal in Virginia, United States. We are going to be talking about three topics tonight that may have interest to you. We're going to be talking about aliens, the Sasquatch, otherwise known as the Bigfoot, and uh, Woody's book, Tales from the Beyond. We're also going to be doing a poll dedicated to the Sasquatch and the aliens, and we'll have the results of that halfway through the show. We'll also be doing a quiz where you can participate if you can try and find the answer to the uh, quiz, uh, it's like a type of hangman. You can try and win a prize coming up towards Halloween, a special prize. So first of all, I'm going to introduce uh, Kean. Hello, Kean. can you hear me? Kean also a ghost there, a team member. How are you doing, Kean? Very relaxed there, don't fall asleep. And hello, Woody from Virginia. (laughs) Well, hello, thank you for having me. How are you doing? Um, I'm just going to pass you all on to Keen, and he's going to tell you how you can contact us. <clears throat> so you when you're ready, to our website. All right, you can contact us through our website. The website being www.ghostera.net. Just go to the contact page, fill in the blanks. If you have a private message, just put in brackets private. You can also comment on this live feed. If you are affiliated with any paranormal team or tourist attraction. Just put in brackets the name of your organization. We'll give a shout out to you. We're also live streaming on our website. Just go on to the Ghost Era ch- channel page. And yeah, that's about it. Thank you, Keen. You can say goodbye now. I'm only joking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, if you're watching, uh, there might be a bit of delay again. Um, past your bedtime, definitely. Um, so we're going to talk about aliens first with Woody there. And uh, Woody, um, the first thing is about, um, I suppose, about the history of aliens that are flying objects, objects yourself. All right, so I, I lost you a bit. You said, uh, have I seen... Or aliens yourself? Yes, I actually yes, I have had seen a, any um, aliens. was what kind of ignited my... Paranormal uh, interest. I'd always kind of been into sci-fi, horror, and all that stuff. But uh, when I was in high school, a friend of friend and I, mine, we were in 
in his backyard and we were just hanging out. This was before cell phones, before, you know, way back when. And we were hanging out and we both look up and we see an object with six lights uh, uh, parallel and it just it sways back and forth across the sky. And it looked like, um, you know, like on a clock, like a pendulum. It just it kind of swayed, went back and forth, went back and forth. And then all of a sudden it stopped and hovered and then it took off. With, I mean, just it just took off in the sky, and we had no idea, no clue, no nothing. From that day, I've just I want to know what that was, and that just kind of started the ball rolling for me. So it's funny that now we do aliens, Sasquatch, and ghost, and it all kind of started with a with a UFO sighting over 20, 20 plus years ago. And and with um, like you, everyone knows about Roswell and nineteen forty seven, yep. and uh, it was July the fourth. And Mount Rainier. Um, just a, uh, a question about that. Um, the cover-up, there's a big cover-up, I say, was weather balloons and all that with uh, Roswell. Um, is it? Is was it? Was it a cover-up? Do you, in your own opinion, was it? Is it? Was it real? I I honestly believe it was real. I really do. I mean, given all the information, the you know all the documentaries done, and then you know. I, I feel like it's it was such an important incident and there's so much talk about there being an incident that I don't if it's not a cover I mean if it's not a cover up I would just I I would be shocked because you know this this legend has lasted what I mean 60 60 plus years now 50 over 50 some years and it will not die and you know and then you can't definitively say that oh no this was this but and and I feel like it was easier to cover up things then before cell phones, before Facebook, before live streaming even existed. Like you really could have something happen out in the middle of nowhere and no one would ever know. And the only, the only way people would ever hear about it is it's passed down from this person, to this person, to this person. And I just, my gut tells me that it happened, you know? And I mean, I hope in my lifetime one day that, you know, we would get evidence that it did happen. But I think that even this year, starting to see the government acknowledging UFOs exist, uh, you know, with the pilots or, you know, flying, they, they see in UFOs and, you know, the government actually, you know, not really denying it. I think that mm -hmm. we're starting to see the, the turn where it's like, maybe we are ready to, to, to fully hear about it, to believe, you know, so people won't lose their minds if they did say it was real. So I, I absolutely think it happened. I really do. And I'd love to go out there one day. I need I need to make a trip just to, to feel the area. I say it's a, it's a place that everyone would love to go there. I, I, I hope mm -hmm. to go there in the future there, but um, that's not if I'm adopted first there. But as you said, like um, it's getting it's coming out more open and mm -hmm. worked where our knowledge into uh, extraterrestrial life is expanding. What do you reckon with like, uh, say, civilization uh religious orders uh would that threaten the way people's beliefs was it is it too much for people to take in something like that i think i think that's one of the reasons why there have been so many cover-ups because we i as a, as a group i just don't think we've been ready 
I really don't. And I think that I think that when it does happen, we'll be at a point in our history that that you just can't deny it anymore. You know, I think we're almost to that point now where you have evidence from pilots themselves that they're UFOs. And I think that you have so many stories out there from people that have had experiences and you can't you can't automatically discount someone's abduction experience just because oh that's an alien. No, I mean these people believe it with every fiber in their being. And I I know this because I saw lights as well. And I I'm not crazy. Like I I know what I saw, I know what I felt, I know what I experienced. And you could call my friend up right now and ask him, "Hey, what did you see that night?" And he would tell you the exact same story and I haven't spoken to him in a few years. So, I think that True. we we're, we're becoming kind of conditioned to be able to accept it. Like, I mean, think about what we accept now in movies versus movies 20 years ago. Like what used to be, you know, PG 13 or rated R then, you know, now 10 years, 20 mm. years later, it's like a completely different thing. So I feel like, I feel like, um, and it may, it may threaten some people's outlook, but I think that that's, you know, my beliefs, I already have uh, a tremendous amount of faith. So for me, believing in a ufo is not that far out there like i i don't have to see something to believe in it you know so it's like here's here's what i got i look look at it that's what i'm waiting for same with bigfoot like i i've seen a footprint but i'm also i want to actually see him or her or whatever you know just just to know but uh yeah, it might it might shake some people to the core once once it finally comes out that UFOs are real and this whole time they've been covering it up. But it's been a crazy year so far, so maybe 2020 will yeah. be the year that they actually admit it. So I know nothing would surprise me at the moment there. As you said, like uh, things things um, like films, as you said, like gets outdated and probably people's beliefs. Uh, the more we explore, um, not even our own world, but outside. That uh, things will put people in a different perspective. There, uh, uh, Keen, what do you believe? Have you ever seen any UFOs? Keen's a nature man, by the way. Right? Bat surveys. <laughs> go ahead, go, just tell us for a minute. Right? About both. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I have a story. All right. Um, it was about about ten years ago. Um, just walking home there one night. Um, I seen. Think how many like. Right, so was it? I seen two, uh, about five or six spherical lights, you know, in a in a kind of horizontal line across the sky, and actually doing a little um, kind of maybe L-shaped, you know, just kind of curving up, you know, uh, vertically. Then they were orange in color, and I, you know, I just thought we are now walking towards, you know, towards on the way home, and um, it was definitely moving. Because it started to get larger and larger, the lights, so you know, to the size of, um, like, say, if you had a skittle, you held it up in front of you. It's about, it was about that size in the sky, and um, yeah, and even a few more lights started to appear on top of it. Um, yeah, and this went on for about five or ten minutes when I was walking home, and eventually it disappeared, like so. But um, where was this? This was in Kalani, was it? Oh. Yeah, it was, yeah. Because actually there there were YouTube videos of it. Um oh, wow. I didn't really say much about it. Like I, I said it I, I said it to I said it um to my father all right when I got home and you know 
my brother and um, yeah, I was talking, you know, I was talking about it, like, but I didn't say much about it. I didn't really think much about it at the time. But uh, there were a few YouTube videos in, you know, and they were claiming like that it was a UFO or something. Um, within Killarney, I don't know if it's actually still up on YouTube. I'd have to check it out again. But um, okay. I did look up a few videos in <clears throat> online, and there were similar cases all over all over the world claiming, you know, that it was a UFO, similar to what I okay. saw. All right, okay. Uh, and and I'll go back to you there, Woody. Like, um, UFOs, like, as you like, uh, I've been reading just a tiny bit about it. Your knowledge is much faster than mine. Um, they've only been seen like accounts like in the last hundred years since aviation has flourished. Um, would that have any significance? Would it be uh, like, say, with like 1947 Roswell and the Cold War? Just after the Second World War, is it is it is it to do with uh, countries up against each other? Would that have an account for some of the sightings? I think I think it could. I I think that it's so. Again, like uh, over time, we just we don't know what we're looking at, right? Like you know, in, in the sky, like if we have a sighting and we see a string of lights, just like my story with the horizontal lights matches his story with horizontal lights and then you really don't know until you start talking about it you know so i think i think yes there have been uh cases where there have been things that that are seen that are from other countries or that are you know misidentified but i really think that ufos have probably been around longer than what we think and i mean there there are even people that that i i don't know that i certain you know believe this part but there there are stories in the bible that they feel like um, could be UFO references before they knew that they were UFOs, you know? So, I mean, it's it. you can go down a rabbit hole really quick in when did sightings start, and it could have been in biblical time all the way till, you know, till now. And then, of course, with the Cold War and everything else, you've got missiles and planes and Lord knows what. And I think, I think people see that. But in, like, now, like, almost everybody has a drone now. You know, so when you when you see lights in the sky, you you have to think now, like, all right, is it a plane? Is it a drone? Because you know, fifty, a hundred years, yeah, is it Superman? I don't know. Is it the bat signal? I don't, uh, you know. Um, but even like, and even like flights and everything, you know, there are so many planes that are flying now. There are so many, you know, that compare it to years ago. So it's almost like when an incident happened in the fifties, I'm not quick to to discredit it because i feel like they had less air clutter than what we we do now we have satellites going across all the time we have so i think that you really have to you know uh each one is a separate thing but i i think that they've been around longer than what we think and um and i think hopefully once it comes out i, I really do hope one day it comes out i think people will all of a sudden in the back of your mind you'll think oh yeah maybe that was a ufo i saw oh yeah that was a you know it's just one of those things because like just the same thing with we'll talk about this bigfoot but like there are fish and and creatures down there that we've never seen with our eyes but they're all on this planet so i mean you know i mean you pick a star out of the sky who's who's to say that it's not it's not extraterrestrial so it's just so many True. possibilities i think um i think you almost have to keep an open mind especially when you're in the paranormal field bigfoot ufo any anything that involves amount of faith i think you have to keep an open mind to uh you know that hey that's you know that might it might be someone looking down or something true and as you said there um it's people 
with like you mentioned like you were just on to my next question which is about the ancient world like you know the egyptians mm -hmm. and stonehenge uh, if there was any links to that and you, as you just probably mostly answered the question there you know it, it goes far back further uh, sightings and accounts go back further it's just i suppose people have a connection with it now more as it, like if john sees this then they can relate to it they can't really relate to it in the past to what a person down the road could uh in there so the microphone just popped down there <laughs> but um as as you, as you said uh what, what, what do you believe that like ancient monuments and all that would that be any connection with uh extraterrestrial life i mean i i think it could honestly because like um we i i did see uh stonehenge one time you know we did come over and look at that and then like the the pyramids and stuff like that i think that again i think you got to keep an open mind I, i'm not saying that it wasn't done by humans or couldn't be done you know it, it very well could have been and we we just have not discovered how they did it but i wouldn't be i wouldn't be against it honestly i mean like i mean something as massive and impressive as the pyramids i mean would is it that far out that something could a long time ago could have done that like i mean uh, and and you know even recently there have been radio waves picked up by scientists and they have a pattern and and it and it could be from a uh, an advanced civilization, millions of light years away. So if that's the case, are they gone now? Like I mean, we're just now receiving this repetitive signal, and they and they picked up on it. It, it goes for like twelve days, all four, twelve, four, twelve, four, and it's a pattern. So like, is that something? You know, is that something that that we're we're hearing the end of a civilization maybe we don't know and and so i think for us i think there's so much that happens that time is like the blink of an eye for us you know and i think that we have to realize that that you know it's just such a bigger picture out there and and i just wouldn't be surprised that if if there was evidence that something did put the pyramids there it would not surprise me and just like i said that there's biblical stories like Elijah being taken up in the Bible, like some think that it wasn't a chariot, it was it could have been a UFO. Like, I mean, so anything is like, gosh, there's just so many references yeah. that that <clears throat> if we did get evidence, we could go back and look and like, well, that could have been a UFO. That could have been a UFO. So I yeah, there's I absolutely think there's a connection. Yeah, as you said there, like um like angels and uh, you know, people the biblical times about angels mm -hmm. being taken away and um visited by angels, you know, people's we just don't know if that's what Hollywood does with an alien, what people think they are. People have mm -hmm. different accounts of what an alien would look like. And then as well, alien life as well. Uh, what, what is alien life? It's, uh, it's existence yeah. outside our own world. You know, so like Mars is supposed to be, I haven't really studied that yet as well, like properly anyway. Um, I've got a few questions anyway, and I just want to say, if you have any accounts of aliens yourself or UFOs, please do put them forward. We can put them forward to um, Woody there. Sinead is a ghost era team member. She says, um, so true, guys. There was so much more going out there than we realized. The cover-ups that happen all the time. You just have to listen uh, to the alternative news media. And Sinead's yeah. a ghost era team member. She works for Facebook, so she knows about cover-ups. <laughs> yes, yes. The biggest cover-up there is. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, we have uh, Madeline, Madeline Brunigal. Hi, Madeline. Uh, Mad Madeline's from Arkansas, and it's very hot there at the moment, apparently. There, yeah. uh, they probably 
couldn't handle the truth on any of these topics, which is probably, as you were saying there, um, Woody, there people, I suppose we can't contemplate, we can't even go without toilet roll for a bit, you know? So, oh my gosh, and, and yeah, now, uh, now we have a coin shortage, like, like who would have thought in 2020 we would run out of toilet paper and we would run out oh, of yeah. coins in the United States, and it's like, I, I just cannot fathom, uh, you know. So yeah, maybe you're right. Jesus, Please don't tell us coins, they're UFOs but... yet, because we might our our heads will explode. Yeah, yeah, we we are having a coin shortage over here. So what's next? I have no clue. Um, Siobhan Gallagher says hi. Thanks, Siobhan. How you doing? Um, Sinead says again. Um, big UF fan, big big UFO fan here. I think they have been here for hundreds, thousands of years, but now is seen as a plane and something otherwise otherworldly. Um, thanks, Sinead. Um, so, um, questions there. So, and we're just going to go over to the quiz. So, next, folks. So, this is a chance for yourselves to win a uh, put yourself in a draw towards October where you can win a special prize. I'm just going to show you what the, um, the quiz, the question is. So, just one second. Um, so, it's this type of hangman. I'm going to give you the clue now. So, the clue is to guard against psychic attack and it's a word so it's to guard against psychic attack and it's a underscore et underscore underscore s underscore so it's to guide against psychic attack so um, see if you can get this one this is interesting if you get the answer before the end of the show we'll put you in the drawer um we have jerry jerry uh Jerry was on uh, on the last show, and Jerry's a good friend of Woody. And oh, Jerry's wonderful. We says, love Jerry. Hey, hey, uh, y'all, y'all. <laughs> I made it. That's Hi, it. You got, it. you got it. Y'all, you got it. You got it. Y'all. It's just it's midway through the afternoon now in America. There, it's uh, coming up to midnight here in Ireland. Um, hello, everyone. Um, so we're just going to go on to the next uh, subject. But before that, Keen, can you tell us how people can contact us? You're there, Keen. <laughs> He's going to sleep. Oh, jeez. <laughs> He's asleep now, yeah. yeah. No, I'm good. I'll just give you a second. <laughs> uh, they're waiting to know how to contact us. <laughs> you can contact us. Hold on a second. Don't be smart. Uh, you can contact us through our website, www.ghosttheater.net. <laughs> Go to the contact page, fill in the blanks. If you have a private message, just put in the brackets, private. You can also comment on this live feed. If you're affiliated with any paranormal team or tourist attraction, just put in brackets the name of the organization, and we'll give a shout out to you. <clears throat> We're also streaming live on our website, so just go on to the Ghost Theater page. You got that? And if you have any questions, <laughs> if any questions, well, just put them up on this post. And um, well, if you, you know, again. if you're part of anything, uh, yeah, I've just said, I yeah, I know, there's no point. Yeah, we're fine. Okay, <laughs> I just passed another uh, question for uh, the statement from Madeline, and she says, "Well, they say the first case of squirrel dying from the bubonic plague in Colorado, so that's the bet for next month." All right. Yeah, I believe. Believe it. No, yeah. yeah. And so now now we have to worry about the plague. Great. After COVID. That'd be wonderful. I know. And I think they do. Um, uh, Jerry says, oh, I love, love to you all. And she says, I'm I'm here. Wake up. <laughs> yeah, okay. I know that. And Tony Hannigan, it says, 
Okay, we'll put this question first before we go on to the next subject. Tony says, um, do you ever think we're being drip fed images, etc., without the commitment of saying yes, they exist in an attempt to prepare us for the eventual admission of their existence? So, yes, Tony, I, 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 yeah, yeah, I believe that it I, absolutely yeah I, you know it's yeah i suppose it's something that you know there could be a cover up before you know something else happens like uh, you know i don't know if, who's who's doing the dominant race either of us or <clears throat> maybe the extraterrestrials i don't know like um well and and, said just and it was like go um go on go on no it was like it's like um she said the alternative news media i think that i think oh, that right. now we are conditioned to to whatever we're given or shown it, it, you know, I think it's important for us to question. I think that we need to always have questions and always, you know, uh, not go in with the lack of trust, but we also need to be aware because I think that that absolutely Tony's right. I think there, that is, that is a thing that if we were shown something, you know, that this is how it is. Or and I think that maybe we are being shown little things and even through movies. I mean, just like the moon landing could have been, um, Faked, you know. I mean, there's so many conspiracy theories. Has all this been planned in their conditioning? And you know, part of me thinks that the government is not smart enough to hold on to this for that long. But then the other part is like maybe they're a lot smarter and you know, um, nefarious than what we think they are. And uh, Sinead just goes on to say, "Go on, Keen. Why, why do you think UFOs are synonymous with America rather than Europe or other parts of the world? In your opinion?" Um, I wouldn't really agree on that there, but um, what do you reckon, Woody? Is it more, is it more claims in America, do you reckon? I, you know, that's a good question. I think, I think it may be um, uh, Americans, I don't know, I can speak for myself, we tend to overshare, <laughs> you know, so it might be something as simple as like, you know, like, I mean, we just, you know how, you know how we are, like, it's always got the phone up you know we're like or uh you know they think we're weird you know we're, we're weird and they you know they come visit us more for some reason i don't know that's a good question though and uh so we'll we'll move on that's a good uh question and a good answer there woody so we're going to just move on to the next subject and that is the sasquatch the bigfoot and as i know we could talk for ages on aliens and we could just talk as much on the bigfoot um so we're going to be here for another four hours <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, That's it. So all night long. About the Bigfoot. So if if anybody, if you have any experiences as well, uh, the public audience there, if you have any um, experiences with Bigfoot or unusual stuff in the woods, no, not too unusual. <laughs> but uh, you can put your question forward or your experience. Um, so the footage, there's footage of uh, Roger Patterson from 1967. It's famous footage, and it's um, big. Bigfoot there. What do you, uh, obviously you've seen the footage, the whole world has seen it there. Well, mm -hmm. would you say that's authentic? I, I would. And I, and I feel like I'm, I'm by no means an expert. Okay. But I feel like I offer a little bit different perspective in, in the paranormal Sasquatch field, because my, I own a video production business where we do commercials and, and stuff. And I'll even make car commercials with, Bigfoot in them, you know, or UFOs in them or whatever. And as a 
from a filmmaking standpoint, back when this was filmed in in uh, 67, I know how hard it is now to even get a costume that looks halfway decent, that shows muscles, that, you know, it's just a tremendous amount of effort, and then it's never really real, you know? And so if you the filmmaker side of me looks back at that film and i think it's real just for the fact that it was in 67 how in the world would they get a costume that looks remotely remotely like that that could that could move like that that could that could show everything that it does it would be hard to do today i mean we we have uh in our social distancing that you know in videos that we do we have a costume and that thing like that's today and that's and i know how you know how much how hard that is and still doesn't convey so i i absolutely think that it it is real and i think that um you know again i i've been out bigfooting in the woods with several cameras and i that's how i make my living i film i i i have a camera in my hand and 90 percent of the day okay and even still, when we go bigfooting, it's hard. It's hard to capture things quick. It's hard because you're not prepared. Like, you know, you hear something and something's always off. Like, and, and we found footprints. And to, to take an accurate picture of that footprint was extremely hard. And, and coming from a photographer, videographer, you know, I, I now, when I hear stories, like, I don't automatically jump to the to the case where, oh, oh, they're lying because of a blurry picture. No, I get it. Like, I absolutely 100% know how tough it is to be quick. to, And, and then I have 4K high-definition whatever cameras out there, and I still can't do it. So I, I get it. So I absolutely think that that footage, um, my again, my gut says that it's real. And, and I think that it, a lot to do with a lot of that is because of the time it was done and just how hard it would have been to create something like that. And if you watch the Hollywood movies during that time, you'll see what I'm talking about. Like those are big budget movies going on with special effects and compare that to a homemade video that stands up. How many 50 years, 40 years later? It, I don't know. I, I, I can't discredit it, honestly. So yeah, I, I, I am a believer in that footage. And uh, like the call out. Sorry. Uh, no, I've Go seen ahead, a documentary Ian. there before. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you there. I, and then, yeah, I just pass you quickly on to Keen. Right. Keen, you mentioned, yeah, you're clear. You mentioned that I was talking to you about the Bigfoot then. You mentioned, yeah, there was some case, I think it was in China, like in China referred to the Bigfoot as uh, the Chinese wild man. And you, there was some, uh, Ohio, I think it was Ohio University did a study and it was something to do with DNA. Was it something like that, Keen? Yeah, I mean, like they've supposedly found hair samples. Um, I can't remember. How, they, they, I think they found hair samples. Well, actually, it was in Canada or something. You know, just um, scraping off uh, branches of trees or barbed wire or something. But um, they did an yeah. investigation to that video as well. Back, you know, that famous, that infamous uh, video back mm -hmm. in the 60s. And they, they, they tried to de debunk it, of course, um, to see if it could have been anything else or if it, if it could have been a man, of course, in a suit suit and yeah the the points of the muscles moving and everything i think they, they were all caught up in the conversation but um and like they were at the location and everything and they were trying to estimate you know is it possible that a man can lumber just like just exactly like a ape like creature within the terrain around there and they disproved that it, it was not possible like for a human to imitate such movement and then they were trying to figure out like if there was any chance they could 
snap up the highs novice within that terrain and uh yeah again i think that was just proof but when, when they mapped out the the height of um the animal that uh was within the background of that terrain you know um however they did it you know with the cameras and everything and all that all those fixtures they figured that the animal was i think estimated to be over eight feet tall you know ma mm -hmm. a massive creature of course like or maybe more ninety. And as 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 you said, there it was about eight foot feet tall. Like all these sightings, apart from a few of them, yeah. there's there's counts of being uh, feet foot as well in China. I think they called a yowin or something like that. But with it's it's been called a beast, and because of the size of it there. But it counts. It's very rare counts of them attacking people, and then yeah, you know, I don't know if there's any counts being fatal. I don't know if that's true. We'll do that. Um, would it, would that is anybody died and the consequence of being encountered at Bigfoot, you know? Well, all right, there, here's the, here's the thing about that. Like, um, it, it's funny that you bring that part up because if you look at my hat, right. Okay. All right. Okay. So that, that is, that is the, it's called the wood booger, right? <laughs> I know it sounds ridiculous, but, um, it is. And, and so it's, this is a, is a local legend to our area. Uh, well, supposedly a Sasquatch that lives in the woods, hence the wood part, and then the booger part comes from Boogeyman because supposedly this, um, this Sasquatch kidnaps kids and babies, okay? So um, I have never heard of a, like a fatality from a Sasquatch, but I will say that I personally haven't heard of one. If they exist, I would, you know, I would love to, you know, I would love to hear about it. But for this legend in our area, um, there have been quite a few stories of a Bigfoot stealing things or stealing a pot. Like uh, this one lady, this is a legitimate phone call. She called the cops because she saw what she thought of a Bigfoot, a hairy humanoid walking across the yard carrying a baby. You know, so I mean, and that's been cited multiple times. So I, I don't like I don't I haven't heard of like a Bigfoot attack, but I don't I'm not so sure that we would even know if it was a Bigfoot attack. Like if it if it did kill someone or something, I don't even know if we would be able to tell or if there would be anything left or you know, I so there could have been a hundred of them and we would have never we would never know. And um so but it's interesting though that that this legend of the wood booger in our area has picked up and picked up and picked up. So that tells me there, like there's been multiple sightings across that area with him kidnapping stuff. So I it very well could have attacked, but for the most part, I think they're so smart that they just, they, they are aware that there is something out there looking and that they, they're being self-aware they can hide. So I think they're a lot smarter than what we think. If, if you believe in them. They gotta be very timid, like a wolf too. Like if they're so yeah. well hidden. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like Keen's our nature man yep. goes there. But he would know a lot more <laughs> nature there. You do a lot of bat surveys there. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know what questions you ask the bats, but what I was gonna say, as <clears throat> you said, like they're mainly elusive. So um, that that's the most character, you know, that the people. Uh, give it called a beast. I, I don't know who's a beast 
them or us, like you know. I'm just going to show yeah. a video yeah. now. This is to, or to <laughs> social distancing, and this is a great video. I, I've seen this on Woody's page there, hillcityparanormal.com. Um, I'm just going to show you this there and enjoy this, folks. This is about social distancing, and I'll let, I'll let the video do itself there. Welcome to the Hill City Paranormal Guide. To Welcome to the Hill City Let's Paranormal Guide to Social Distancing. For example, Let's take our friend, Franklin Benjamin Bigfoot, for example. No, no, Frank, it's okay. It's only me, the narrator, and you. That's it. Let's take our friend, the reigning world social distancing champion since 1967. Franklin, or Frank as his friends call him, you're going to show us exactly how to excel at social distancing. Step one. Be sure to always have at least six feet of space between you and those around you. Step two. Do not gather in groups. Step three. Stay out of crowded places and avoid mass gatherings. Step four. Wait, where did Frank go? Franklin? Well, this has been Hill City Paranormal's Guide to Social Distancing. Ah, <laughs> uh, that was Frank. Good old Frank. That's, uh, Jerry loves Frank. And I love the, uh, the, was it the, the Doom video you did with, uh, Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's very funny there, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Frank. <laughs> but we have a good time. Frank, he's a good sport. He'll show up for our videos every now and again. <laughs> uh, so I'm just going to go on to a few questions there. Um, we've probably covered more questions I'd like to ask. As you said, probably one more question before I ask you there about the Sasquatch. They call it the Yowie in Australia, the Chinese wildman. Um, they call it um, Almas. Almas, is it Almas in Russia? Um what do you reckon because of uh, exploration people like, I suppose, Darwin and all that, people exploring in the 19th and 20th century, as you mentioned before, we're still exploring. Is there a chance that we there's possible parts of the world we haven't explored yet and there's ancient civilizations, um, wildlife that we haven't seen? Would you agree on that? I would, absolutely. I think that um, because I know where I live firsthand, I mean, you can, there, we have um, the Appalachian Trail that we live close to that you could walk from Virginia down to Georgia and never be seen by anybody. And there's mountains and there's, I mean, and like where this, this story, the wood booger takes place. Um, I mean, there, there are places in that area that you can drive for 45 minutes to an hour and not see anyone or anything. And it's always like, it's a case where when you go through there, you need to make sure you have a full tank of gas because there's no gas stations, there's nothing. So I think that, yes, there's absolutely um, there's absolutely a chance that we just haven't discovered it yet. And if we take, for, for example, the ocean, how vast the ocean is and how many species of fish that we discover every day or every year that we just, we have no clue what else is out there. I think that there's, there's a, I think there's a, and, and then, couple that with the fact that what if Bigfoot is very smart and like you said like very timid and what if he has very good instincts take that and then you say well there's only a few of them left and then put them in dense for a uh, forest there I yeah you could go years without actually seeing one but but I think that 
if you actually, if we do not automatically try to discredit people's sightings, I think we would realize that people have seen them more than what we realize. But automatically, like the Patterson-Gimlin footage, people are automatically, you know, they, they jump to the fact, oh, it's fake. And it's like, and, and I, myself included, like, I, I know what I saw. I saw a footprint. I saw it. I touched it. It was there. And, and then still people are like, oh, that's crazy. No, I know. I was in the woods when we found it. So, you know, it's, it's, if you go back through history, you're like, well, maybe they were telling the truth. I think we would realize that maybe Bigfoot has actually been seen quite a bit more than what we give him credit for. Or her or, you know, whatever Bigfoot may be. As you, as you said, like the mapping, like even even like twenty percent of the the sea hasn't been mapped, and I'm only starting to do that now. Do you want to add to that, Keen? Um, and like not just intelligence, but even like the senses have got to be extraordinary. And like I I would doubt now that it has uh, a very you know has a very acute sense of smell. You know, like mm -hmm. us, you know, as a, a, a like creatures we are, like so <clears throat> we're not. Our noses, I don't think, are, are phys phys uh, physically designed for acute senses. Not like so. They're not that big or anything like so. Well, although, um, like you know, the ancient man, oh, when they when they used to eat, like you know, they used to always sniff first before they actually, um, yeah, ingest. Like, but <clears throat> yeah, that was that was supposed to. But of course, we've kind of gone on that, like though. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, okay, I, I just got a few questions. You know, of course. Uh, what do you like, say? They, they no, it's Jerry's like, They want to. Sorry. No, yeah. So I just got. If they need to, if they need to, you know, mate, we're not a female, for example, like so. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, and pass on, you know, genes to the next generation. Yeah. Because otherwise, how can yep. you, you know, find your way around, like, you know, in such a, you know, vast countryside, like. Um. Yeah, it's True, probably, I'm, like, I'm, big, I'm not at the moment myself. You know, sorry. Uh, <laughs> is there is there any other evidence you know of maybe within your vicinity besides footprints, maybe such as you know obvious trails, maybe even a fecal matter or anything? You know, just well, yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, where where we were, um, what made us look for a footprint was we were in the middle middle of um it's a state park where and I, I cannot stress this enough there was nothing in the area like i mean we drove 45 minutes and didn't see a house and then we parked the car and then we hiked another 30 minutes into the woods okay so that's how far out in the middle of the forest we were um and what made us actually look down for a footprint is we saw 50 to 100 trees all snapped off twisted uh broken that were about six and a half feet high i'm six one okay and so they were um six and a half feet to seven foot high they were broken off and they were all sizes they were all um i mean just it was a, it, you would have small trees big trees some of them were like that big and they were twisted they were broke and and so that's what made us look in the first place so um for us it was it was a very um uh, i mean we walked in that area looked around and it wasn't like three trees I mean, I'm talking like it was like a whole area had just been ripped apart. And and so I think, think that that for me, it already had it sent, you know, oh, we're oh, something's out there. I had a feeling that we just missed something or there was something watching us. 
And so that for me, for evidence in this area, I think that that was, I mean, if I'd have just saw that, I would have been, you know, I'd have been happy. But then we saw not one, but two footprints. And so I think that like, like I mean, there the evidence is out there. I, I feel like the hair thing with DNA testing, I know that there has been hair found and there's been some tests that it's it could be this or it's inconclusive and i think that that's important i think that inconclusive may mean something because we you know how many times have we taken a dna family tree test and then you have two percent that is unknown you know so it's like maybe we just have not um synthesized the dna yet it's something we don't know or it may be a combination so for i mean i personally haven't seen what i what you know, was to be Bigfoot hair or fecal matter or something like that. But the tree breakings, the two footprints, and we heard tree knocks and the smell. It was a horrible smell um, on the edge of the woods. And it was just like, man, something, it was a combination of skunk, manure, and BO. Like, it was just like, you, what is this smell? And then, and then you hear something and you hear tree knocks. It's like, I, you know, what else could it have been? You know, and, yeah. and, and I'm as skeptical as everybody, but like at a certain point, it's like, well, it's got to be something. It's got, it's, it, 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 it's got to be something crazy that I don't, I've never seen before. So that's, that was a pretty convincing experience to make me a believer if I wasn't already one. I'm going to talk yeah. a bit more to you now. We're going to go extend this show a bit longer because it's very interesting there. Go yeah. on, I know, I mean, like, uh, obviously it's important to note, you know, the wildlife, you know, that's within the area as well, but I mean, like, within America, there's no ape-like creature, you know, you know, that has such a, you know, that has a footprint. There's no creature within America, is what I'm trying to say, that has a footprint that, that matches mm -hmm. the hominid species, you know, um, like, most people, I suppose, you know, they, they distinguish um, Bigfoot, you know, as um, a bear well, most likely, yeah. so. but of course, you know, the footprints are very significant too. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, like, was, if you have anything saying that, like, uh, really, you like... Sorry, go on. Yeah, I mentioned there to Woody there, like knocking, uh, knocking, like I've seen a few programs where they use knocking mm -hmm. to communicate or to yeah. uh, send a signal. Is that, yeah. what way is, is that used, uh, widely used by yeah, are... foot hunters? Yeah. So, all right. I'm just going to a disclaimer right now. So when I watch Bigfoot shows and I love watching them, okay. Up until this experience, there's always a case of like, I roll my eyes when I hear the knocking, right? There's always like, Oh God, here they go again. Okay. He's doing the call. Like, you know, and that's me. So I get it. I totally get it. Um, but I, <laughs> when we were, we were sitting there, and, and in the video, it's it's the Littleton, North Carolina video. Um, we're sitting there on a on a log, waiting for our uh, guy to come back with the material to cast the footprint. We literally heard tree knocking about two hundred yards up on the hill, and I we felt and I can't. This is something I can't really put into words, but I hope people grasp. You know, take in what I'm trying to say is that there was a feeling that something was communicating and its presence was there. And, and I know that sounds crazy. I know that sounds out there, but as we sat there, I knew something 
had seen us. I just knew it had. And then I, for the first time in my life, I, I heard tree knocks. And so it was like all of a sudden the skepticism that I have about the shows and about that, like all of a sudden it just went out the window and I'm like, okay, like this, I feel like he or it is trying to communicate or something because there was no one else there. It couldn't have been anything else. And, and like, like you were saying, you know, is there an animal in that area that could resemble? Well, I think you're right about bear. I think there may have been some sightings where a bear was standing up and people thought it was Bigfoot or the footprint might have been alike, but yeah, it could be. Um, but I think that what I experienced, what we experienced, the footprint, the knocking, the smell, and just the fact that we felt something was watching us was I, I've seen a bear one time in the wild and it's terrifying. Don't get me wrong. It's, 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 <laughs> you're ready to go. Like it's, it's terrifying, but it's just a different feeling. You know, an animal's looking at you, like, with the experience we had Bigfooting, it felt like some, like, I don't know, there was like a, not a connection, but like a, a feeling like, oh, okay, we know each other exists. What are we going to do now? And then I heard the knocking. Well, we both heard the knocking, my wife and I heard the knocking. And so, yeah, it's, it, 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 I, it just, until you, I, I, I love, I love being skeptical because when you do find evidence, it's even more rewarding. Like, you know, so it's like, I literally couldn't think of an excuse to, to overcome what I heard. Like I couldn't think of like, all right, what was that? Okay. Well that, I, and then I just had to throw it out the window. I had that. Okay. Tree knocks. That's weird. The smell that's weird. The footprints, the trees, everything it all piled together is like, so now when I watch the shows, I roll my eyes less because I'm like, okay, they, they might, they, they, they know something. Yeah. And that is it to answer your question, a long winded answer that I gave you. Um, yes. Tree knocks are <laughs> believed to be um, uh, uh, a way to communicate. It's how they communicate. And so our tour guide, he, he brought a, a good walking stick and you would find the right tree and you would knock and see if you heard any knocks going on. And, um, and, and I had never done it before. And this was my, you know, and, and I will now <laughs> when I go in the woods, I'm going to knock on some trees and just see. <laughs> okay. We just go through a few questions before we go on to the next subject. So, uh, Jerry says, Woody is going to take me on a Sasquatch, Sasquatch adventure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Jerry, um, we're, uh, we're going to bring Frank Jerry, too. Jerry. And not Oklahoma. Definitely Frank. <laughs> um, <laughs> Michelle Conley from back in time, paranormal investigations, good friend of the show. Uh, of the team. Lots of stories to share, but I have to admit this subject does scare me. One such one such story that I always think of is this. I was flying home from Thailand. This happened over Saudi Arabia. It was night time and I was looking out the window and right beside the wing of the plane a row of bright green lights appeared. They stayed in one position for at least 10 seconds vanished as quick as they appeared still don't know what it was but it wasn't another plane and it wasn't lights on the wing that i'm sure of that goes back to ufos i suppose in the sky you know I, I sometimes i don't be looking out the window myself um yeah uh, jerry says frank is the man frank is the man uh donny donny smith hi donny donny's from america as well 
administrator for the Who. You know. Oh, hey, Donnie. Hi, Donnie. Yeah. Yeah, Donnie. Donnie. <laughs> I call him Donnie because that's how he's going to say. Uh, he says Bigfoot. I don't know who's Bigfoot, which who's, whose foot he's on about. Um, <laughs> uh, Jerry says, uh, oh, yeah, I love that story. And she says, um, Woody is shy, doesn't <laughs> say much. <laughs> You'll be here all to me. I never, I never shut up. So you'll just have to cut the feed just to shut me up. I love talking about Bigfoot. I uh, know you're okay there. So uh, you're brilliant there, buddy. It's fascinating. Shem's put two subjects into what one hour. So we're going to extend this for a good uh, another quarter of an hour. Or so, so we did a poll, folks, um, the last week or so. And here are the results. I'm going to share the results with you. So I'm just going to put the graph up for yourselves to see. So we asked the question. Question forward to you all. Sorry, Keen's in a bit of the wind there. So the question was, which of these choices do you believe exist? And at 70% was aliens and Sasquatch. At 20% was only aliens. At 10% was non, neither aliens or Sasquatch, and nobody actually voted for just the Sasquatch, which is interesting. And what are your views on that, mm. uh, Woody? I think that's... I know it's uh, um, we're I, I actually going. like... I like... Yeah, no, I, I love that that actually is the result, because um, I think that if we tend to, if you believe in one... You're going to believe in all because they're all supernatural, all kind of paranormal. And I think that, um, I think that again, aliens are becoming more and more front of mind for everybody. And I think that, uh, Sasquatch has, you know, over the last couple of years, he's, he, you know, keeps gaining popularity. But, um, I like that, that, um, they believe in both. That's, I, I, I want people to believe. I, I think that, um, you know, it shows one, a tremendous amount of faith. And two, I think, uh, Okay, can you hear me? Sorry. <laughs> yes, I'm, and I think so, that's yeah. proof that people have seen aliens. You know, because yeah. I mean, it, you know, that it, it, to you know to to say that seventy percent voted for aliens and Sasquatch—that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. To follow. It was only a few, uh, only about ten people because we didn't get the vote out quick as much. Damn, we didn't really. I didn't really know, but um. Yeah. Aliens and Sasquatch, yeah, both 70%. Now, aliens, 20%. And uh, nobody, some people have more of a belief in aliens than Sasquatch, which is probably is the more, I suppose, interested in what's out there than what's around them. Um, I suppose mm -hmm. it's what, uh, what's familiar, what's familiar size and Hollywoodized by, um, I suppose, Hollywood there is aliens more. So it's more attractive to believe in aliens than Bigfoot, I suppose. Um, you only got to go back to Harry and the Hendersons there, which is, you know, which is, you know, what, what I used to watch <laughs> the child that people would be more fond of eating a Sasquatch than they would do an alien. Um, so um, yes. we're just going to go back to uh, Keen. You're going to tell us how people can contact us. You can contact us through our website, www.ghostera.net. So go to the contact page and fill in. You can also comment on this live feed. If you are affiliated with any paranormal team or tourist attraction, just put in brackets the name of the organization 
and we'll give a shout out to you. We're live streaming on our website. Just so, so just go on to the Gauthier channel web page. Okay, thanks, Keen. So thanks for uh, slowing that. Thanks for speeding that up for me and give us a chance to <laughs> do what I have to do. No problem. Um, so, um, we have got a sort of hangman quiz. So, this is your chance to be in a chance for a draw around October time. And it's, um, I gave you the clue earlier it's to guide, guard against psychic attack. And the next clue to this is helps creative thinking, spiritual awareness. Healing and combats insomnia. Insomnia. So it's hmm. A underscore ET underscore underscore S underscore. Now I'm going to give another clue in a little bit. So it's to do with guards against uh, psychic attack and helps and creative thinking, spiritual awareness and healing and combats insomnia. Um, I'm probably just going to give one more clue in a minute, but before that, I'm just going to go through a few questions there. Keen has just vanished, which is good. <laughs> so uh, uh, Aliens got him. Aliens picked him up. Aliens got him. <laughs> so uh, uh, Donnie says, uh, while this thing I ever saw was just over at Glen Castle in Limerick, which is in Ireland, when the night was alive, shadow figures everywhere, poltergeists. Of course, it was a very active place in the past, beheadings there. The night told me when he was alive, of course, he we were drinking several pints as well in his private bar. Uh, that's the night of Glynn there, and I know he passed away there just in the last uh, good, a few years ago there. And that's Glynn Castle in Limerick. Uh, so poltergeist activity, yeah, that's... I won't be surprised with that location because it's to do with the Hellfire Club. It's very associated with the Hellfire Club in Limerick as well, which I know of. Um, so we're going to go off to the next one. Oh, just before, I'll give you another clue, the last clue before we go on for the quiz. And this is probably try and get it before the end of the show if you can. So the clue it was uh, guard against psychic attack and it helps creative thinking, spiritual awareness. And healing and combats and summer. The last clue you've got to get it. It's a stone. It's a purple stone. So if you can find uh, the answer to that, you can do. And so Donnie says Desmond. It could be the Earl of Desmond. What is the Earl of Desmond? The Knight of Desmond. Knight of Desmond. That's what uh, um, Donnie was saying. Okay, I'm rambling on here. So, so the next agenda, Woody, is your book. So we're just going to talk about that. Uh, Tales from the Beyond. Um, so I'll yes. just ask a couple of questions about that. Now it's based, uh, uh, there's what he, he's got the book in front of them there. I can, if we'll send out details and how you can contact and purchase the book. Um, so it tells about witches, zombies, uh, Bigfoot, aliens, ghosts, and the straw man. Now what's, uh, the yes. straw man is particular. Yes. I, that's kind of interesting to me because it's completely, different what, what's this so well tales from the beyond is all right so early on you heard me talk about video production and loving sci-fi movies loving um you know i love the twilight zone i love the outer limits a creep show the halloween movies friday all the 80s 90s um horror movies and anthologies and just the old classic shows so being a creative film producer too 
uh, my mind often kind of goes to these alternate universes, right? So it's it's such an interesting place to be that that we're into the paranormal and we do investigations and we we do that, but we also create um, commercials and productions for uh, companies book that really was short stories that were very much like um, they were very much like the Twilight Zone where you could read one, put the book down, come back a week later, read another one. And, and you kind of gave you a little chills, right? So how the book came to be is very interesting because uh, our podcast, we, uh, we have people contact us and call us and it's wonderful. And I got a, um, a call from a listener at the time that he had a book and we just kind of connected and became instant friends. And, and Jared and I have just, we're, we're, we're like souls, you know, like we instantly start talking and, and he writes books and he writes short stories. So it was like, Oh my gosh, man, I've I, like, this is a wonderful thing. Like I like, let's, let's talk about it. So we start collaborating. He has a publishing company called wicked harvest books and he has, some amazing books out there. So, you know, anybody wants some spooky books, he's the man. So we start bouncing back stories of like local legends that are in my area and featuring the Hill City Paranormal team. But in a, like a fictional. So we start bouncing these stories back. and forth of every story in it and like you said like each one touches on a subject that is that that one we we have heard stories about like a legend now we've added a little bit to it we've, we've kind of juiced it up a little bit and and added some twists and turns and stuff like that but each one is kind of based in like a thought that that all right i think i heard a legend about that or this place was known to be spooky or or like the straw man you're talking about that story is probably one of my favorites and and that one is very much like anyone is a fan of the old creep show um there is a there's a uh one of the segments in there features a, a, a scarecrow and it's it's very much you know there all these stories are kind of taken from this this universe that that we kind of well in so it was a fun project it's a fun book and and you know we it, we're blessed enough to send copies out across the united states uh the uk it's available on amazon and honestly it's it just um it's like this little world we live in that that we think people we think people will enjoy and yeah the straw man as you said i suppose we have some i suppose we have a straw man ourselves in ireland it's called jack o'lantern it's supposed to be uh he was mm -hmm. supposed to be the fella that started halloween he was too good for hell and he was too bad for heaven and he was stuck in between and that's jack o'lantern the type of scarecrow um so that yeah that fascinates we all have a fascination with strawman there and um, yeah. can you still awake yeah <laughs> no, <I'm good. laughs> he's a scarecrow himself <laughs> i have a nice i have a the the answer is two times in a row and she's got the answer and it's amphist it's a time Get of it, jerry well done jerry that's two in a row jerry. So you name in for the end of the sh uh for the start of october we'll put your name in twice um what have you got up um what have you got for have you got a second book would you have a second 
book coming out, Woody? I think, uh, you know, I hope that um, we can come out with, um, you know, a couple of series, because we did, we got series one, and I'm hoping that we'll continue these series. Uh, we have a, a children's book we're working on now. Um, and I also hope that we can, um, um, in the future, I want to do an actual, um, not a, you know, I, I want to do a, a, a true book, a true story book about some of the investigations that we've done. And so we've got a good mix and I, you know, it's a wonderful collaboration with um, Jared and his publishing company. And yeah, so um, the series two, I don't have a date yet, but you know, Jared and I, we're always kind of like, we have an idea pit that we put the, the, the stories in and, and some of those stories will actually become short films. Like uh, I have filmed a short story now that, that will probably release around, um, September or fall, you know, Halloween. Uh, and we have two more that are, that are pulled from the book. So we're kind of, you know, you might even hear them in our podcast because a few of our episodes are a very theatrical, like, you know, they, they feature stories like this. So, uh, yeah, who, you know, with us, like who knows what will come up in a month? Like we'll have investigations, the podcast, the book, uh, you know, we've got a, a children's coloring book that we're working on. So from, I love getting content and branding and I love just fun stuff. So Hill city paranormal, if you remember anything, you'll remember at least they might have cool merch and they'll, they'll have cool things that I can look at. So that's, that's exciting. True. Yeah, Cause like the, the logo is amazing. And I seen a t-shirt. So <laughs> Thank I, you. See, I, try, I try and hint at the wife now there. If not, I'll get, uh, probably I'll get her one. I'll, well, you know, send, I'll send you one. Don't worry. I'll, I'll, that, I'll get you, know, I'll get your mailing address to send you one. <laughs> but uh, I suppose, yeah, yeah. So where, where where can people contact you or or visit there? Like everything. Our main hub is hillcityparanormal.com. That is that has all of our videos, like the social distancing. You'll see a mix. Like you'll see some funny stuff. You'll see actual investigations. Um, you'll see interviews that we've had with people and. Um, we have our podcast on the website. Uh, we, we release a couple episodes a week, uh, interviews. Um, we, we do a radio show. We have that replay on the podcast. And we have calls from our haunted hotline that we put in there where people call the hotline and leave a message. They leave their story. No one will pick up. They leave their story. We put it in the podcast for other people to hear. And we have um, episodes titled Tales from the Beyond that are that are fictional spooky stories that I like to produce and add sounds and stuff like that. So uh, hillcityparanormal.com, you'll find everything on there, the, the Haunted Hotline, the podcast, all that, and on social media, Instagram and Facebook, Hill City Paranormal. Uh, we love to connect, so uh, absolutely reach out to us. Yeah, so that's very interesting. Like you leave it like an open phone line for people to contact. I bet there would be yeah. a few, um, as we could say here, Egypt's or Amadons <laughs> that would be messing. I get well. some. I, I do every well. every week. I, I get a few. I do. I, I have I have a collection of uh, those prank calls that I'm keeping. I'm going to do one special episode where I put all the funny ones and put in there for people to hear what I what I get to listen to. But for the most part, um, the stories that people leave are spooky and when i'm editing them they are terrifying so people people do a good job and 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 it's a good way to um you know share your experience without people judging you or being ridiculed or you know you can call this 
number, leave a message, leave your story and get it off your chest. And then, you know, you don't have to worry about somebody looking at you crazy. So it's, it's, it's fun. I get all sorts of calls and I love all of them. Uh, and it's been great talking to you there, Woody, there. Um, we're going to have to unfortunately sign off for now, but we'll definitely come back again now and get back to you there as well. And it's amazing, you know, and hopefully everything works out and you stay safe in the next uh, foreseeable future there. And we're just going to go run down the round, run down the polls again. I'll just get a final um, um, statement from both of you there. I'm putting you before the inquiry, the George. <laughs> so this was the, what you voted for, folks. We had voted. The question was, which of these choices do you believe exist? You have a choice of four, and it was aliens and Sasquatch, which was top at 70%, aliens only at 20%. Uh, none, neither aliens or Sasquatch at 10%, and nobody voted for um, just Sasquatch. Um, uh, Woody? Yeah, poor Frank. That's all right. Nobody believes in him. It's okay. <laughs> we love him there. And uh, Keen, what do you think? Um, about if I, if I believe in uh, what I believe in? Well, you know, if what the people's no. choice were, I suppose. Okay, um, Keen, you can go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You, you break up every now and again. I like, just trying to catch up. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I mean, like, sort of, um, evidence-wise, when you compare when you compare the Sasquatch and the aliens, like, I suppose it's on par. Like, so yeah, I don't know if it, if it would surprise me that seventy percent of the results will be both Sasquatch and alien. Because you know, like I said, seventy percent wise. No, it's on par like of the evidence. I don't know. That's what I think, anyways. And we have uh, um, sure. Donny. One last question has put a question forward, and he said, "Just what state of the U.S. are you from?" There, um, Woody. I am. I am in Virginia, and we live right in the middle to southern part of the beautiful state of Virginia. Beautiful state. And that's the around the east coast of uh, United States. Yep. Uh, thank you, Woody. Yep. Thank you for joining joining us this week and thank you, uh, thank you Keen Batman who's, who's outside <laughs> in the wilderness at this present moment <laughs> and uh, next nice week we have uh, uh, next week we have a special Loch uh, Megalithic region uh, special which is a ghost area investigation that we did a couple of years ago so we've gone through footage history baseline testing um, experiments and equipment used on that investigation thank you woody it was great speaking to you there and thank you keen thank you for having me love to everyone and thank you yes. and thank you people for commenting and joining us on the show this evening um and uh slam gafal agos see you again soon bye bye Be sure to check out our website at hillcityparanormal.com and call our haunted hotline at 701-HAUNTED or 701-428-6833 with your spooky tale. Thank you for listening to Hill City Paranormal. Paranormal.